What's up, gamer? Welcome to the Wolf's Den. I am, of course, your host, the Wolf. And we are going to be talking about some fun shit today. So, if you've been around a while, you may be wondering, what the hell? What is the Wolf's Den? What 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 happened to the daily? I mean, you can consider this the daily, but the thing is, we have a lot, a lot of issue trying to schedule the three of us getting together, you know, and Squirrely and Passions also want to weigh in on these things. So we decided, you know, there's no reason we can't record multiple record and post multiple episodes in a day. There's no reason we can't do that. So maybe we will, you know, um, yeah. Passions, I think is going to record a couple of solo episodes himself. And this is just how it's going to have to work. It's the way it's, it's going to have to be, which is exciting. It's exciting. That's how I'm choosing to look at it. It's it's not ideal, but it's exciting. It adds a little wrinkle. How many other podcasts do you know of that have three different styles? At least, maybe four. So it's good. It's a good thing. And it gives you some variety. Different different viewpoints. And I don't know about you, but I, I'm I'm very much looking forward to you hearing passions. Uh, his his episode. All right, let's dive right into this thing, and we obviously have to talk about the Last of Us TV show. And look, I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you. I did not want to like it. I went into it wanting to hate it, which is kind of weird to say, but a lot of shows make me feel like I need to not like them because of the the branding of the thing for example uh velma was i i watched uh charlie do a small kind of review of it before it came out and and then i watched the first episode and it's just bad it's just really bad velma is it's portraying it's trying to quote subvert unquote Scooby-Doo, right? When we say that it's trying to subvert Scooby-Doo, it's trying to like flip everything upside down, which I suppose it does, but it's not an enjoyable experience. It's it in the first five minutes, it shoves the fact that, you know, the, uh, that Velma has been race swapped into your face and it says that you're unenlightened if you don't agree with that decision. You know? So, I I mean, it's just immediately, it's just a giant fuck you if you feel anything but excited about this prospect. So, I, I didn't enjoy Velma. Um, and it's legitimately not a good show. Aside from the, the politics and the messaging, it's just not funny. There's, the jokes aren't funny. It's not a funny show. So, getting back to The Last of Us, I, I did not expect to like it. But, 
man. They spent they spent a half hour before the game, before the game starts, building up the zombie infection and how the world was, how Joel's life was before everything fell apart. And a lot of people are making a lot of fodder about the importance of Sarah. To me, it's not... That wasn't really the thing. Because we didn't really see Sarah and Joel together in the game or the show. Sarah and Joel just aren't together. We know that they're father-daughter, but they're separate entities. And one could argue that, you know, oh, we're trying to introduce Sarah, we're trying to blah, blah, blah. But the game is about Joel and Ellie's relationship. So if you're trying to say that Sarah is important to the game... And Sarah is important to the contrast between Ellie and Joel and Sarah and Joel. Then you would think that Sarah and Joel would be on screen together more than they actually are. Because you you see them on screen together for all of maybe two minutes. Maybe. So you don't necessarily get to see their dynamic, their relationship. But it, it was... That slow build to the zombie infection, the zombie outbreak, was excellent. I It was tasty, you know, super, super delicious. I thoroughly enjoyed that. As you know, if you've been listening, you, you, you know that I, like, how are we going to do another zombie movie? How are they going to make this interesting? And, man, they, they have pulled it off. They have pulled it off. And then... About 30 minutes into the show, you know, you get straight, almost like scene for scene, beat for beat into the game. You know, the the whole house scene, driving downtown, it was like almost exactly the same street. It was, it, that homage was outstanding, outstanding. Uh, the rest was kind of dull and dry. We're talking about, you know, 20 years later and... Jules in Boston and, you know, the whole lead up to meeting Ellie. Again, I am not entirely sure that the girl that they cast as Ellie was the right decision. She just does not have the look of Ellie. And that's not to say, I'm going to say something that is probably surprising. It's not going to be what you expect. My problem isn't that she's unattractive. She's not as visually pleasing as the Ellie from the game, but setting that aside, she, her, Ellie's attitude on that actress's face just comes across to me as entitled rather than rebellious. It kind of feels like the Ellie in The Last of Us is more of a princess, more of a, like, somebody who's used to the good life and was taken from that. that that's what her attitude feels like, rather than the Ellie from the game who feels like an orphan who has had to fight and scrap her way through her 16 years of life. 
right? It just it has a different tone to it. So the actress that they picked just she feels entitled. She feels like like out of place in the world because that attitude is is there's no reason for anybody within that world within that universe to have that attitude but that's what it feels like so it just it misses it misses the mark for me there's much more to watch she wasn't on screen for super long so maybe i'm wrong but her her whining i remember ellie whining a lot in the games too and it was again it wasn't attractive nobody whining is not an attractive thing it's not something that you necessarily want to deal with but ellie's whining felt it felt childish and it felt uh more like an orphan it felt more like she you know she doesn't fully understand the world she's coming at it from what she can understand and she's kind of pissed that the world is the way that it is and she's learned through experience that people take advantage of her and it's but also she's 16 you know so she's got that teenage attitude so that made sense in the context of the games but this just feels like it feels and it's i didn't know this but the actress is also british so it just feels like, oh, I spilt my tea. How dare you? It feels off. It just doesn't feel right. Um. So, but that's my only complaint. Otherwise, it's it's a they did a pretty good job. Like I said, I went into it not wanting to like it, but they got me hooked. And a lot of that. Let, let's circle back here a little bit. A lot of that has to do with the insane attention to detail it's it's packed packed with things to look at things to see there's a scene in particular where what you are intended to see and i i really appreciate this the thing you were intended to look at was out of focus it was out of focus so you had to look in the background at this thing that's out of focus to really see what you're looking at extremely well done there's a bunch of a bunch of little details that you have to be paying very close attention to to actually catch it's like in the game i don't know if you recall but the first 30 seconds of the game you wake up and the tv's on and it's a news report you don't it, it tells you exactly what's going to happen if you stand there and wait if you wait and you watch the tv for about 30 seconds maybe a minute you'll see exactly what you're dealing with and you'll see what is causing the zombie infection it tells you outright tells you exactly what it is but you have to stand there and you have to wait that kind of attention to detail is it it uh, it just gets me going i just love it so much there's another piece here uh, that, uh, again, speaking of attention to detail, there is, I, I ran across this tweet. There's a, a little Easter egg to The Last of Us 2 
little reference where it's tiny, 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 tiny reference. Again, attention to detail. Joel has a movie that's referenced in the first part of The Last of Us 2. It's it's pretty good, man. And that's the thing about modern shows that I think really irks me. Although I wasn't fully aware of it until I saw a show like this and I had to pay attention to the details. The problem with modern media is that they f- it feels like more often than not, the writers and, and the directors forget the details. And it's not even like tiny details like I'm talking about. That's fine. It's more like, like with uh, The Last Jedi or the new Star Wars series trilogy, rather. Like, they forget that Jedi can can or cannot do certain things. And that kind of sloppiness makes the whole thing unbelievable. It's just not good. It destroys the immersion for me. But when you have something that's high and tight, when you have something that clearly somebody cared deeply for, like the last of us tv show it 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 comes through and it keeps you engaged and it makes the world real so i appreciate that kind of attention to details specifically because it's a game and it's it's already got a built-in audience so it's it's a very faithful adaptation which is very refreshing and it's just good, man. It's just really deeply engaging. More because the love of the writers that they gave to it, the attention to detail that they gave to it, you can feel that love. Just like with the games, you could feel the love growing between Joel and Ellie. Which, one last comment on their relationship, it doesn't, it doesn't feel natural either and i know in the beginning of the game you know joel was very pushy with ellie but this just doesn't they don't have on screen chemistry for lack of a better word we use chemistry a lot to describe romantic relationships and romantic interests but joel and ellie on screen they don't it doesn't feel like they have a connection growing and it could be, again, it could be because of the actors. It could be because of the clashing personalities. I, I don't know. But it it doesn't feel genuine. Their relationship feels forced. Specifically, at one part in the show, Ellie is meant to be admiring of Joel. But the way it comes across, it, it just doesn't feel that way. I have to go back in my mind and think about it to see the intent there. Which, I suppose it's there, but it's like, it's not very obvious. So the first watch through just felt, it just felt forced. But, we'll see. We'll see if it gets any more obvious or if it gets warmer. 
but I, I can't say enough good things about The Last of Us, so I'll, I'll stop repeating myself now, and we'll move on to something a little bit different. I was playing High on Life yesterday, and I got to the third act of the game, finally. And I've been talking about how The Last of Us has full-length movies inside of it. I was shocked to find out the, the there was even one when I started playing it. <laughs> Let alone three that I've discovered. Now, there is a fourth. There's a fourth movie inside High on Life. So, like I was saying on Friday, when, when we're talking about quote-unquote ambitious games to me it's ambitious to shove at least four full-length movies into a video game (laughs) and also make a video game that's ambitious that's wild you know what i mean it's not it's not visually ambitious the gameplay is not super ambitious but shoving four full-length movies into a video game and just kind of hiding them in plain sight is ambitious. So I can accept a a game being kind of buggy, kind of janky, if you're going to go to the extent of shoving that much content into it. I'm all about it. I'll, I'll play your game forever. So it's it's pretty it's pretty wild i i love i love high on life if you haven't played it you need to play it especially if you have game pass especially if you have game pass it's free man it doesn't get better than high on life and that gets back to what we were talking about earlier it's just high on life is it's it's a different game which makes it exciting but two it's just you can just tell that a lot of care and a lot of love went into that game. It's just not to put too fine a point on it, but when you have a project that is clearly something that people are passionate about, something that people deeply care about, it's just evident and you can't help but to want to cheer for it and root for it and be become a fan of it. So a lot of modern media, in my opinion, it's it's a lot of reboots it's a lot of like velma it's a lot of taking original ip and then taking a shit all over it and saying and then being proud of it and it's just i i'm i'm tired of going into something expecting to hate it and expecting it to in return hate me you know i because i work in the restaurant industry you you hear a lot about how chefs cook with love, right? And how it just tastes different. It tastes better. You can it, it's it's almost the same as media. You, like you can taste the hatred coming from Velma. You know, if you like Scooby Doo, if you like your characters to be the same that you have been introduced to then i hate you and you're going to know it or with halo you know 
they they claim to have watched or played all the games and then read all the books and the comic books. They claim that, and then immediately they they take off Chief's helmet, which is like rule number one: you never see Chief. You never ever see Chief. So right there, it's cooking with hate. They're like, you know what? If you're a fan of Halo, eat shit and die. We're not gonna we're not gonna do that. We're not gonna be constrained in their words to a video game. We're not going to creatively be constrained to a video game. Then it's like, well, why the hell did you make a TV show out of a video game then? If you didn't want to be constrained to the video game, why the hell did you accept this project? And that happens a lot with video game adaptations. You have these, what feels like these old crusty nobodies who aren't gamers, who don't care about the story, who feel like... And this is a meme that I saw in regard to The Last of Us, because somebody said it was the greatest story ever told, and it was like, video games are pretty simple. This was the actual quote, video games are pretty simple. You jump on something, you insert a token. They literally said that. They literally said you insert a token, and you start over, and The Last of Us changed everything. And it's like, when was the last damn time you inserted a token to play a video game. That's how out of touch some of these people are. It's like video games aren't played in arcades anymore like they were in the 80s. We've had home consoles in most homes of gamers since at least at least 2000. But these people are so out of touch and they hate the genre so much that they just have to shit all over it. They just have, they're compelled to, they're like, they are snobby and they don't think, they don't take video games seriously. They don't take the audience seriously. They don't take the, the story seriously, but that legitimately actually did change with the last of us TV show because it's a faithful adaptation and because at least in part, because the the guy that created the thing in the first place was intimately involved in the development of the TV show. Neil Druckmann wrote The Last of Us, the video game. He also is producing and writing The Last of Us TV show. So it's obviously something that he cares about. Whereas with Halo, for example, nobody at Bungie was involved in the thing. They just picked some random ass person who hated playing the video games and didn't want to be constrained to a video game to do the thing. And we, we know how that worked out. It's not at all the Halo universe that we know. And you can say as a showrunner, oh, don't go into it expecting it to be in the same universe. These, these are the same characters, but not the same universe. That's fine, but at least play by the rules of the universe. You know? They instead, they're just like, you know what? Take everything that you know and shove it. We're going to do something entirely different. Fuck everything that you love. We're just going to fuck it. We're going to fuck it all over. And we're going to take a shit all over it. Big, stinky pile of shit. And you're going to like it. We're going to shove it down your throat or you're going to like it. That's just how it feels. And it's like, you know what? Fuck you. Fuck you and your stupid fucking vision. Because I loved the original thing.
you know, how dare you take the thing that I love and treat it this way? It's, it's offensive and we should be offended. We should be holding up TV shows like the last of us as the example for how to do a video game. And we're going to hear a lot of fodder about how the last of us is it's popular because of the, the topics and blah, 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 blah. But really it's, it's just because somebody cares about the writing. Somebody deeply cares. And like I said, we can't help but be engaged with that. We can't help but be engaged with love. And that's what the last of us is about. It's about love. So anyway, that's, that's, all I've got for today. <laughs> so I hope you have a good rest of your day. I am looking forward to Passion's episode deeply and Squirrelies. So be sure to check out those episodes. And this will conclude the beginning of the Wolf's Den. I'm not going to do a howl. I considered it, but I'm not going to do it. You have a good rest of your day. I will catch you tomorrow. Peace.